Hey guys, Maria Menunos here. Before your favorite TV after show begins, we want to let you know about my new show on Sirius XM Stars Channel 109. It's called Conversations with Maria, and it's live Monday through Friday at 10 a.m. Pacific, 1 p.m. Eastern. Go to conversationswithmaria.com for more info. Buzz you later. Welcome to the Popcorn Talk Network. For the online broadcast network that features movie discussion, news, and interviews, press one. Popcorn Talk. We talk movies. From the Popcorn Talk Network, the online broadcast network for movie talk, we bring you on an expedition through the depths of the movie industry to discuss the amazing, terrible, and amazingly terrible movies based on video games. Our hosts' entire lives are dedicated to a single goal. Probably answering the age-old question, do games make good movies? We're going to answer that question today. We are covering Resident Evil Apocalypse, the second movie in the whole series, and they already hit the apocalypse. Already? That's how crazy we are. We got some kill switch engage playing. I am one of your hosts, the Internet Soapbox, Mark Donica. Uh, welcome to Video Game Movie Anatomy, where we dissect the film adaptations of some of our favorite interactive media. The whole team is back. Uh, we have Miss Stacey Shuttleworth. Mrs. Stacey Shuttleworth, excuse oh, me. Yeah. Right, get it right, fun note. <laughs> Hi guys, excited to be back. Not as excited to talk about Resident Evil. Well, we'll try <laughs> I, it. Are you? Right? And if folks oh, want to teach you during the show, make sure to hit oh, up. Oh, you can find me at Ye Old Nerd on Twitter. And Mr. Patrick Dees, the I returning am hero. So excited to be back. I'm less excited to talk about this movie, but hey. <laughs> but hey, you can tweet at me and let me know why this movie is worth your time. You can find me at P to the D's on Twitter. Look Excellent. at this, this is good. No, this I'm is sorry, the best part the, of the show, yeah. yeah. Got the, the sweet kill switch engage I, I going. Like it. I like oh, it. Goodness. So, Keep it going. Uh, we're yeah, doing this movie. <laughs> we're just the screaming is our internal clock when talking about this film. Uh, <laughs> I'm feeling inside. I'm yeah. feeling like this. Really this identify. Very, yeah. It's very indicative of our feelings. So, we're doing Resident <laughs> Evil Apocalypse. If you missed our review on Resident Evil, luckily I got to skip out on it when we did it back when we were called Two Games Making Movies. Uh, make sure to check that episode out. But we're doing it today because Resident Evil Zero HD just came out, and we figured let's get into the swing of sure. things with Resident Evil Apocalypse. Uh, so the story of Res- excuse me, the quote story yeah. of Resident Evil Apocalypse. Alice awakes in Raccoon City, only to find that it has become invested, infest, not invested. This is, that would have been a Wolf of Wall Street type that of movie. Is. Infested with zombies, with the help of Jill Valentine and Carlos Oliveira, Alice must find a way out of the city before it is destroyed by a nuclear missile. I like how excited that got everybody. I, just, I don't think I watched that movie. I just don't know what to do with this movie. Okay, so uh, going with from the breakdown. Um, we're going to do what we call our speed run. And uh, our, what our speed run is, it's a quick, definitive, and I, and I reemphasize quick, yep. uh, definitive. Are you talking to me? Because it's the way you spot Actually, all of us. Actually, all of us. It is a definitive statement. It's a definitive statement about the film. Uh, for example, Mortal Kombat has a cheesy script, but nails the spirit of the game. Street Fighter's costume designer was the only person who did their job in this film, actors and all. And Need for Speed is a mindless actor action movie that doesn't make you feel bad for people who are mindless. Uh, so let's start <laughs> with some folks on the other side of the table. Pretty good one. Do you want to lead us Ooh. off here? I feel like... I can start if you please, want. Please. All right. 
So, Resident Evil Apocalypse tries to mash good old classic zombies with a slew of terrifying monsters, but instead of heightening terror and taking viewers through an hour and 30 minutes worth of thrills, the film manages to produce flat characters and rocky logic that just barely hits on the spirit of the films. The games. Games, thank you. That's fine. That's pretty good. That was good. That's good. That was solid. That was concise. (laughs) I feel like I need a page out of your book here. Uh, So, all right, so I'll go. So I've got... um, Resident Evil Apocalypse is the sequel to 2002's film adaptation of Capcom's Resident Evil that nobody asked for or needed. A completely unwatchable zombie zombie flick that drew inspiration from Capcom's IP. Do not watch. Boo! That was good. I like that. That was quick. Um, For for mine... uh, (laughs) Resident Evil answers the age-old question, do games make good movies, with a resounding... No. Wow. Uh, <laughs> even better. Uh, I know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, they just got harsher. He's batting, he's batting cleanup. Did you see that? I, I, he's like, but, walk and, off and home run. As a quick addendum to that, uh, Resident Evil reminds me why I'm a fan of video games. <laughs> reminds me, Resident Evil Apocalypse reminds me why I'm a fan of video games and not necessarily why I like to go to movies. Because there, okay, yeah. that's that was some okay. silver lining. I that was, was some. But it, it's not indicative of the series as, as of the game series as a whole. No. But but the right. film like this this is one of those franchises why we started this whole show in the first place For to sure. answer the age old question. Right. Um, and dedicating I wanted to get my it. Life. I wanted our entire our lives entire lives are this dedicated. Is it. This is our goal. Yep. Um so yeah, the the we'll talk about it when we break down the film a little bit more, but there was there was a lot of Resident Evil in this movie, but not a lot of good Resident Evil in this movie. A lot of umbrella logos. A lot of those <laughs> everywhere. And we kind of got the yeah. color scheme going. I know. But don't, I don't look into that. Um, so now we're going to move from here to our controller toss moment. Our controller toss moment. Uh, this is the moment where you're watching the film and you suddenly have a you've got to be kidding me. Oh. And for this movie, I'm pretty sure we have more than one. Oh, yeah, oh yeah. Okay, so who wants to start? I got it. Go ahead. Yeah, okay, so my controller toss moment was, this was real, real easy, and it was early on. So do you remember our introduction to Jill? Do you remember, do you remember this? There's a radio, the radio coming, like, she hears the announcement there are zombies, like, there's a breakout at the cop station. She puts, she gets ready, she, like, gets ready, she gets into action, she puts on that skirt that barely covers anything, that little halter top, runs into the police station, right? So what's happening in this police station is there's zombies kind of all over the place. Cops are trying to, like, wrestling with them, trying to rein them in a little bit. She just walks in like a badass and unloads her clip. Just bam, bam, bam. She then walks up. I don't know if you guys caught this. This is genius. And this is where I was like, what have I even signed up for? <laughs> she runs in. She unloads. It's a close-up on the clip. She's talking to the captain. She unloads. She clips it in. She says, I said shoot for the head. She then clips it. Then she reclips it. Hadn't shot a bullet yet. <laughs> yeah. So she, the first one where she reloads at first, no, no gun strap. No. Nope. She says, shoot for the head, comes back, sticks it in a gun strap, and then shoots the bullet. And I'm like, what are we doing here? <laughs> like the continuity. This is one of like so many continuity problems in this movie. <laughs> but I was like, I'm out. And this is like four minutes into the movie. I mean, literally, you like made it, really far. it took me a, li- I mean, a little while to get to oh one. Oh my yeah. god! Um, I've I've got three, but Stacy, please. All right. So one of mine is uh, when Nemesis is in the picture and he's chasing oh, yeah. Alice, Alice down a hallway. Oh, yep. you look really this is one of mine. excited about this. Is this. One of mine. Okay, and so she thr- 
throws herself down this chute. The garbage chute. Yeah, yes, down the yes. garbage chute, and she lands in this plastic garbage bin. Oh, she does. And, and then you see Nemesis looking down at her, and then he shoots his, his rocket launcher. Shoots and a rocket launcher. Down the garbage. Nails yeah, it. Straight down. And not only that, so there's this huge fiery explosion everywhere, except for this plastic garbage bin that Which she's hiding melt, in. Walks doesn't away. Melt, doesn't blow anywhere, just stays right there. Solid. Mine was just the gall. Oh. Like, my exact words for what, for doing this movie was, Nemesis <laughs> fired a goddamn rocket down the garbage chute. I mean, yep. he is a nemesis. He's, like, okay, so like, that, that scene was double bad too, because if you really watch, this is another continuity oh issue that I have. She slides down and they make a point of her catching her finger yeah. on something. Remember? She goes, yeah. ah! Mm-hmm. She flips that garbage thing over. Her, both her hands are fine. fine. Oh, yeah. The rocket comes down and then she pops her mangled finger back mm-hmm. in. But like, it was yeah. very clearly her hand was just fine like yeah. two seconds oh, yeah, ago. Was, but you're not no supposed problem. to see that stuff. I mean, come on. Um, some of my Nick other Hick. ones. I have I, know. I have I know. one I more negative one Please do. and right. one positive one. I okay. And the, uh, the match toss. When the dogs, oh. the dogs in the, in the, uh, the cafeteria <laughs> yes. Yes. just like, from, from like, I got this Whoops! And it, just, it doesn't go because it goes out. And then of course, she no comes, looks it right. No, no yeah. looks it. No and then looks nothing it. happens. She's like, I'm, I, I messed up. Oh. I got nothing. Done goofed. <laughs> yep. And There's then no back up. It's just oh. And then we had Alice Oops. come through with the cigarette. No indication that she smoked cigarettes. No, but just, why would she? Just for you know what. Gotta Got it. Nail it. <laughs> yeah. In case you need to explode things, you C- need a cigarette case of glass. on yep. you at all times. Yeah. Well, what was your other one? So, well, my one positive one um, was. <laughs> This was when I still had hope that maybe this movie couldn't could good, be okay. Good, good on you. And good so on you. It was this is why I come to these every week because it's a catharsis. When, uh, this is a, like, let's talk about counseling this. session. Yeah. When our reporter, when Terry is is trying, she's there in the chapel and she's making a break for it. It's the first time the zombies really pop out at you. She throws open the door and just this horde yeah. like jumps in. I, I jumped. Yeah, <laughs> you did? I admit, I all did. Right, all right. You know what? I did. I, it was it was a little bit of a good moment. It's a good take. It wasn't like a huge scare or anything, but uh, mine was at the very very end when Alice is breaking out and she gets shot with the taser and then gives it a look, looks at the guy, <laughs> pops him out, throws him back I at him. He's <laughs> I that was beautiful. so cool. I mean, it was that was like okay. All right, yeah. I sat through this movie for that yeah. moment. I feel a little bit better I, about I, it. Fair enough. By that point, I was so thoroughly done. The amount of I know, I know, I agree. I agree. At this point, it. I was just like, can we just? Live? When, I kept pausing just, it to see how much longer we had in the film. <laughs> when they just like, wouldn't end it, I no. just I'm to it was stop. unbelievable. And, so, they, and they ended it, op- and it was open ended. Um, so why not? They so had a I, lot of faith in a sequel. I had one that was it was so bad. It was it was awesome too. It's one of those where I come come on, I'm, I'm back on board, right? Like this is so ridiculous. It's also when she's fighting Nemesis. Do you remember she jumps down mm-hmm. the first time she sees Nemesis and makes it run? It like obviously can't take it down. So then she jumps back up like, on that car and then jumps again when he's got the rocket launcher remember she jumps up and she flails her arms and it's like and I was like I had to rewind it because I was like what is she doing and like she very clearly gets caught in the harness that's pulling her off of the car (laughs) and they just kept that take and I'm like all right, I'm back on board let's do this let's see what else we got yeah totally Uh, I want to we'll we'll come back I would highly encourage people to go back and watch that it's so good Um, so here's something that, that I found interesting when dealing with this Series as opposed to other video game series, is we have an an original character named Alice. Mm-hmm. She doesn't exist really in in the right. Resident Evil series. And I will have to hand it to the creative teams behind all of these movies um, that 
having an original character to have all the Resident Evil characters flock to opens you up for a lot more for sure. open of a story. Yep. And mm-hmm. with Apocalypse, I, I will I I do have to say, if if it was just, oh, by the way, we're following Jill Valentine now. Uh, by the way, we're just following Carlos Oliveira now. It mm-hmm. makes it more of an anthology piece, which yep. I think is a little bit more and I say this word probably mm-hmm. the only time during this entire review satisfying to the moviegoer by going, oh, this is just the story of Alice. And while she is infinitely indestructible and infinitely just badass, um, they kind of, they had an opportunity to do something different and they kind of just stuck with, oh, look, they're from the game. Right. Uh, What do you guys feel about uh, Alice as a character? She looks pensive. I, I, yeah. So, I, 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 just, so I, I will say, like, I think Mia Jovovich is the bright spot of this entire movie and, and, and arguably yeah. the series. Like, she is unquestionably a badass. Uh, I think she's a talented actress, but, like, she, it, she looks like she could pull half of these stunts off. And so if I had yeah. to find something that was redeemable, I mean, obviously they've taken that to the bank however many times. Like, <laughs> nine or people keep going back to see her do awesome shit. So, yeah. um, so whatever. I think Alice is cool. And, like, <clears throat> if they did make an anthology piece and follow one of those other idiots, uh, there's no way anybody goes and sees it. Like, you go to right. see Mia Jovovich be Mia Jovovich. Yeah, yeah she has, that was she has definitely the, the draw. Totally. She has the recognition. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Um, despite, like... Any, so when we get to our recasting later in, in the show, um, anytime I was looking up badass like lists of sure, badass yeah. female actresses, right. every single one, Mia, Mila Jovovich from the Resident Evil film. She's great. Yeah, and mm-hmm. undeniably, the action and the stunts that she does in this movie and the other ones, which we'll get to, son of a bitch, <laughs> uh, will are, go down as some of really cool, no, totally. even, even though they mm-hmm. don't make sense, yeah, no. they're like classic 80s schlocky action. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. What, what do you think? About Alice? Yeah. I, I mean... Her character, I mean, she was both kind of lazy storytelling, but also a fun character. Mm-hmm. So, and I think that she did a great job with the role, at least. Yeah, and what and she had with speaking to her type of a character, she had the T virus outbreak, who was then cured, but had all of these high, right. heightened abilities, right. and was on par with Nemesis. So, when we the the Nemesis character introduced in this film and in the games, I think in three, if I remember correctly. Um, but here's this huge hulking dude yeah. that has all of the mm-hmm. same abilities, but is this monstrous thing. And then we got a hot chick who right. also <laughs> has the same things. Though I do actually, I read something funny in the script or in the, in the, the behind the scenes is that uh, Mila suggested, why don't we make it so that there's a heat wave, and that's why the women aren't wearing as much clothes. <laughs> So that's why the news report in the I beginning mean, of the movie, they're like, that that's, there? So, that's so Jeez. interesting because literally they go from that, which is, um, thank you for that little tidbit, super that, confused. Yeah. Because they go from that to cutting to suburban Raccoon City or whatever. Yeah. Right. Kids straight up in a flannel. Like there are like people are dressed for warm weather. Like they cut from that mm-hmm. to that next scene, and I'm like, that because they shot look in yeah. Vancouver in winter, Toronto, right? Toronto, no, uh, what they shot in Canada in winter. It was Canadian. It was, yes. I think it was Toronto. It was Canadian. And, 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 and like that's super evident because that maple mm-hmm. leaf is everywhere. Like that major Canadian bank. Oh, like yeah. like mm-hmm. yeah, and like yeah, for sure. <laughs> so I, I thought Very. that was a fun little little side story. I, I love it. To just, I like that was her idea. Like, it was like she carries she the movie tried. and she's at, yeah yeah and she's like you know what else I want to show a little bit more. I want to show a little bit more you know because it makes sense and well why not and okay. I, and that was another funny story. Oh God the uh, so in the first movie 
she only got she didn't get as nude as she did in this movie. Okay, um, but uh, she she only showed the the. This is really weird talking talking about it so casually. She uh, so one of her breasts was exposed in the last movie, and the director was like, eh, if she was a real actor, she, she would have shown them both, you know, because as a joke. But it was still like, what? Yeah, who says that? And then, funnily enough, in this one, both of her breasts are exposed yeah. at yep. the end of the yeah. movie, yeah. Which, which was just kind of a silly. Is that? Did you do that? Okay, whatever. Um, was that was that a joke or was that real? Um, so let's get into our cast. Um, we're going to show, because we did it with Phoenix Wright. If you missed our Phoenix Wright episode, that was so much fun because mm-hmm. it was a good movie. Um, but we showed some similarities between the characters. Yeah, yeah, And yeah. we have three here okay. that they literally took the images of the characters from the games and made them pose. So we already established Mia Jovovich is uh, Alice, an original character. Right. But here we have uh, Jill Valentine, uh, if we could show that up on the main screen, uh, played by Sienna Guillory. They they took her appearance from Resident Evil 3 and just said, lose the sweater. Hey, who needs the sweater? Well, who who needs just sweater? gets in the way. It's a exactly. heat wave. Totally. It's a, heat yeah, it's a great sweater? point. <laughs> Goodness gracious! Um, so yeah, <laughs> the the one thing that I would have to hand him to in that regard is that it's it's the same. Like, oh cool. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's bang on. It's a little mm-hmm. bit more. Uh, it's five degrees more Tomb Raider. Yeah, so it's yes. a little bit. Like, I think uh, they were tra- they were probably going after totally, that market yeah. too. Uh-huh. Um, mm-hmm. And then uh, Mr. Oded Fair um, will will get up there in a sec. Let's so let's just talk about the 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 cast in general. Oded Fair, it was is. Uh, Kind of first showed up in at least in the popular culture in, in the Mummy movies, uh, from yeah yeah yeah, yeah absolutely uh, as one of the like guardian yes, dudes yes. Um, right. So to see him first of all play a Brazilian dude is really weird. But the, uh, the I think the funny part is that picture of Carlos from the game on the right uh, looks like Arnold Voslu from the Mummy. Which I oh, yeah. I just find really silly and weird how they ha- there's that kind of a weird connection. Mm-hmm. Um, how do you think? Do you, did you believe uh, Oded's performance as Carlos when it came to being like a Marine? Define believe. Well, I mean, <laughs> I mean did, you, did you? I mean, we're assets, Mark, and fair. we just got expended. Oh. <laughs> I mean, like, define and believe. Like, no. Did he, did, how well did he do with what he was given? Essentially, it was serviceable. Okay. Like, I yeah. mean, he, he shot the he pulled the trigger on the gun. The zombies <laughs> fell down. Like, I feel like I don't. I mean, we're gonna get to another member of the cast yeah, that go- was just <laughs> unfortunate. Please. But, um, so I think the coolest the coolest effect in the whole movie was Nemesis. Be- Excuse me, because it was an actual prosthetic mm. that was sixty pounds, and the actor could only be in for like a half an hour or really? something. Okay. And then the machine gun was an extra sixty-five pounds. So the fact the the first shot where they reveal where there was the nemesis reveal yeah. made it look like it was a CG character. Yep, that mm-hmm. worried me. Yep, yep. It's yeah. like this better not be a CG character the entire time. Yeah, and we've mm-hmm. talked a little bit about how difficult CG was in this era. Yeah, and for we sure. saw it. Yeah. We saw it with the with the yeah. liquors in the church. Oh uh, yeah, but yeah, yeah. Um, it was all right. As the nemesis effect and the nemesis character, how imposing and cool do you think Nemesis was in in the movie? I thought it was super lame. Really? I mean, like, whatever. Like, again, I I'm, I'm, I'm know I need to look for silver lining here, but, like, so, like, the introduction, do you remember he's walking slowly up to the stars, mm-hmm. right? And he just mows all those guys down. But he just, it felt, it felt shoehorned. It felt, like, uh, very labored. Like, he didn't, he, he was big. Like, he was physically imposing, but mm-hmm. he was at a distance. And, like, 
somebody of that size, it would have been interesting to see the nemesis tear them limb from limb. Oh, but he's got a chain gun. Like, like yeah. any big dude can carry a chain gun. You know what I mean? Like, uh, but not one that big. It's true. It was quite the, it was the quite a chain launcher, gun. Which came out of nowhere. Out of nowhere. Oh. I was like, but so video gamey, right? Like, mm-hmm. yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I would have liked to, I would have liked to do one of these little things where he comes off the back and just like, but all of a sudden he's got a rocket launcher and just wastes just the like sniper. Just like a quick reload. Yeah, exactly. Like, yeah, totally. Thing. Like, super fast. <laughs> just ace that sniper on top of that very Canadian, like, liquor store where they were all yeah, held up. totally. From A to Z. Is that what it was? <laughs> that's, a, that's a joke. I see what you did there. Yeah. Uh, but what did you think of Nemesis, Stacey? I liked the character design. I do feel like they could have done a lot more with him. Yeah. It was just like, oh, hey, here's this guy. He's super strong. But He's he, going to kill everybody. By having it be um, the, the character from the first movie whose name escapes me, they Matt. made it... Matt, yes. They made it... They totally just removed any sort of credibility that he had as a bad guy because you because by reminding you of that that mm-hmm. made you think like he had a chance if you wanted to fear the umbrella corporation here's a guy who's like oh no we took him and we turned him into a weapon and right. there's no no redeeming whatsoever yep. he's done yeah. yep. um so that's that was a little bit unfortunate i like the chase when you mentioned with the flip the, yeah, oh, yeah yeah the yeah wire. totally um that was cool the he, he nemesis fired a goddamn rocket down the garbage chute. He did that. So I'm terrible. Like, I'm chalking that up in the plus category. You keep saying like that. This is like a pejorative. I don't. I don't understand. Oh, God. So um, to round out the cast, we had uh, Thomas Kretschmann as Major Kane. Flat for yeah. a villain for me. The, yep, there's nothing there. No, it's no. just like no. let's do the thing. I told, I told He's you got we were like going to do the thing. Weirdly placed, like European accent, kind yeah. of. Yeah. And I'm like, I don't either commit to it or don't. But like, what is this? The, totally the douchiest thing, and I couldn't absolutely stand it. And the only thing that made him a threat. Bluetooth earpiece. That was the only oh. thing that made oh, like me the go. the world's biggest Bluetooth. <laughs> yeah, like, who's yeah. talking in his ear? Who even knows? Like, is that he, important? Sorry, that speech that he gives them to, like the the two children, like you know when he has them fight, mm-hmm. and that that yeah. that whole like I. Man, I don't know. It was rough. That was so eye-roll-inducing when, like, you're the one I really care about. Like, identical skills, but we made him horrendously ugly. Yes. You yeah. look just yeah. almost the same. We yeah. like keeping you nude in a tube. Yeah. We're the Umbrella Corporation. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, just super flat, and I can't wait to hear what you guys have for a recast for him. <laughs> so- Sophie Vavasour played Angie Ashford, our uh, our escort mission of the film. <laughs> um, Razak Adodi played miserably. Sergeant Peyton Wells, who we lost in the movie. For... Guy gets bit early on, you're like, okay, shoot him. Yep. Nope, he's nope. an important nah. character. Nope. You gotta keep him around. Um, Jared Harris played Dr. Ashford. Mike Epps played LJ, uh, which we'll talk about. <laughs> yep. Sandrine Holt played Terry Morales, our, uh, our reporter. And possibly greatest performance in a film to date. Okay. Zach Ward as Nikolai Genovaev, the oh. Russian... Uh, Umbrella Corp soldier so, that uh, was with Carlos in the city. On topic, so Zach Ward actually <laughs> threw me for a loop. I agree with you. His performance was maybe my favorite part of this whole movie, but his voice sounded weirdly familiar. Yeah. So I went to the IMD page, started scrolling through. He plays Constantine, who is the antagonist in the brand new Tomb Raider that you just started. Yep. I was like, thank. Uh, no wonder I love this guy. He's the best. <laughs> Zach Ward has a has a history with uh, with video game movies, and I'm sure at some point we'll get to Postal, but. Um, oh. I he was he's the the bully from Christmas Story. No. Yeah, he's the ginger kid from Christmas yeah. Story. I repeat, no. Yes. That's crazy. <laughs> Just so blowing that, my mind yeah. on a weekly basis. So there was that, but also the the accent I as was he was talking, I was like, 
No, he's not Russian, is he? Is he trying to be? He's getting... So needless to say, his import, his performance has improved since then to the new Tomb Raider, Rise of the Tomb Raider, now available on Xbox oh, 360, so Xbox good. One, and coming at the beginning of the month for the PC. Uh, but <laughs> so pro. You're that's for pro. me. That's what I do. Yeah. Gamefly. Um, so how... how Aside from the zombie fodder, let's talk about uh, uh, Terry Morales, the uh, the reporter. How did you feel her in, uh, inclusion in the story helped or hindered our main characters? I I mean I agree I with mean, everything that you're saying. Just like I love that you summed it up and and. You know, it was a little reductive, but it was bang on. You called an escort mission, like she was. No, 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 not her, not, not her. The, oh. the the daughter was the escort mission. Right. Oh, gotcha. Okay, yeah, 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 yeah. Angie, um, Angela. Our reporter friend was all right. Like, yeah. uh, th- like she's recording the entire time. She calls it an Emmy. Like, this is an Emmy if we get out of here alive. This is an Emmy. Never like, um, and maybe you can help me with this because, like, I don't ever understand the the wardrobe decision in these movies where, like, women stay in crazy heels. Yes! I was like, like, yeah. like she, could, she could barely walk. Right. And I was like, I, I don't... I understand, like, I'm, I'm a fan of heels for sure, but I don't understand if my life's threatened. That would be the first thing I take off. Mm-hmm. Right. So, yeah, I don't know. I, heels. <laughs> that was a problem for me. And then, like, her, her... She's recording the entire time. She drops the camera... When they pick it up, oh. it's in playback mode of her getting eaten. Yeah. Who changed it to play the mode? The I don't. Zombies. Apparently. Obviously. It's like they wanted to see themselves. Just on repeat. Yeah. Like, yeah. 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 I'll put on the filter. Oh, man, like, guys, yeah. you got to see this yeah. video. Yeah, no, uh, editing it. No. Um, I it's do, my good side. The one thing I would say is I do like how they brought back around the beginning of the movie to to being Alice talking to the camera. I was like, ah, oh, that's kind of a cool okay, device. Yeah, yeah, that yeah, they yeah. Did. yeah, for sure. Um, but. Uh, she had a line where near the beginning where it's like I'm, there are cameras all over the place it's like some sort of sick game which is which is really <laughs> stupid but it's a fourth wall breaking thing because in the original in the original games there's the fixed camera while yep. everybody's yeah, yeah, walking for through sure. the room. Right. So it's like, okay, that Got was a it. kind of a fun way. She was our fourth wall character, and when we get to our favorite lines, yep. she's gonna come back up uh, as a very fourth sure. wall breaking character. Mm-hmm. Um so the the movie in general where did it go wrong or right I was going to say where did it go that would yeah. be my question we, did, we were talking did, about did we, it go right we do have some positives from the film um, do uh, we do we Mark that's what I'm, I'm do asking we? do we have positives from I, the Mia film? Jovovich is in the plus column yep. that rocket down plus. that garbage shoot is in the plus column like <laughs> I don't <laughs> I happen to really like uh, I like Toronto as a city like Okay, I stayed in that <laughs> hotel that they shot at. Like, I, but no, that for me, like, it was rough from the very beginning. And like, mm-hmm. I don't remember liking this at the time, but I mean, I don't know. And I, this is weird when we talk about these movies because I don't know if it's it's they haven't aged well or at the time this was an acceptable movie, which I I can't <laughs> believe true. that it was. Yeah, um, I don't know, man. Like, literally, none of this hit for me. Was there a point where where you actually either of you guys turned, or was it like? Or was it just bad throughout? Because I like this started rough, it ended rough. There was no arc yeah. to anything. They were in the city, they whatever. None of this would be possible now. With like the whole the cover up was ri- ridiculous. Oh. Was, was played off as a joke. Yeah. It made I just like mm. it was a lot of stuff that seemed to have make sense, but the execution of like if you look at it on paper, you go, oh yeah, they would cover it up. But then right. when they executed that in the movie, it was, oh, let's just play it on the news and show it slowly devolve. But we had no sense of time. Yeah. It made mm-hmm. it seem like all of those were one right after the other, right. as opposed to weeks later. Sure. We had no idea where our characters were, what was going yeah. on. So it tried to show a passage of time, and it tried to show what Umbrella did to cover everything up. Sure. So 
a lot of the stuff on paper makes sense, but when it got to the actual execution of it, it was beyond unfortunate. It was completely disjointed. Mm-hmm. I mean, they had—I guess they had kind of a semblance of a plot and where they wanted to go and what they wanted to do with it, mm-hmm. but they did not execute it properly but, or really at all. So, but like, but, but to and not to get too reductive, but like, if you were looking at this on paper, like, mm-hmm. this had to go through so many people that went, "That's a really good idea. Oh, Let's make this yeah. movie." Because even I don't even think on paper it no, feels it's like still not a good idea. it doesn't make any sense. I like. Okay, I mean, the, the, how well? So riddle me this because I don't sure. have these numbers off the top of my head. How well did the first one do? Because this one made about forty-five million dollars. No, right? forty-five was the budget. Was the budget? Yeah. Okay, yeah. Well, how, was how the budget. Was the it made one thirty. Okay, yeah. so, so there, there's our answer. Yeah, the first movie right. made a lot of money because it was it it was a badass yep. action woman totally. with mm-hmm. zombies, and zombies were super super in. They were yeah. the thing at the movie, right. sure. and it had the name recognition of the gamers. Yeah. It looked like it was going to be a badass action movie, and technically it is. There's a lot of action in this movie that some can look at and go, "That was." Really really cool where others can go what the hell was that <laughs> right rock it in the goddamn garbage chute yeah. but um that's that's a plus so that's my plus it's a plus um, i'll remember that yeah but, <laughs> mark will remember this uh but it was it was the budget it was what it made right so mm-hmm. the fact that they could make a movie with this technically this is a small budget 45 million is right. not a lot no, of no, money no, no, no it's not and having it be a pre-established uh licensing sure. thing it's it seemed like the next best thing, and especially with Capcom and the Resident Evil franchise, how many HD collections, how many HD versions of one, two, three, etc., 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 do we have? But see, and I think that's a function of. I mean, in, in that space, they lean very heavily on nostalgia. Mm-hmm. They also, they also, we also get remakes not because the market demands it, although people buy it. But I think it's a lot cheaper to produce a remake than it would be a new IP, or like so because there are a lot of those existing assets, and there is so the your time to market is a lot lower. There's a million reasons. Why we get those not because the, the IP demands it. Does that make any sense? Right. No, it does. Totally does. Mm-hmm. With it's an easy way to keep the fans buying stuff. For sure. And satiated. Really. And yeah. the, I mean, the timing, the fact that we, there are, so the Resident Evil Zero HD collection just came out and uh, they were going to have the Umbrella Corps or Umbrella Corps uh, game that comes out later this year and we have another Resident Evil movie coming out this year. They're they're thinking about this, yep. you know. Yep. That I mean, it's supposed to be the final chapter, but they're going to turn right back around with a new action star and maybe right. make a straight up. Here's Jill Valentine. Here's Claire Redfield. Yep. Like it. See, that's Capcom is very irritated. Irrit- yeah, <laughs> irritative um, brain. Uh, like that's why we haven't gotten a new Mega Man game. That's yep. why we haven't gotten a new X game. For like, sure, really. So mm-hmm. it seems. Like, this will be an endless cycle of Resident Evil movies and, and such. Look, so Matt Gronick said it about The Simpsons at one point, mm-hmm. right? Like, he said, like, when they asked him when they were going to stop making them, and he said, when they stop making us money. And I think this that, is very uh, this is very similar, right? Like, I mean, at some point, people are voting with their wallets, and they're seeing the movies, and, you know, they're finding ways to make these profitable ventures. So, I mean, it doesn't surprise me, but, like, jeez. This is rough. Yeah. This this was rough. This this was rough. Mm-hmm. There there are still more movies to go. Um, any other any other highlight highlights? I say any other standout moments from the movie from the plot because it, it it was essentially <laughs> we have to get this girl's daughter out. Yeah. Uh, bef- right. And because they can get us out of the city sure, before sure, sure. it drops. Yep. Mm-hmm. Is and it's kind of been played out in video games at this point. But does a does a nuclear weapon change? Like does, is that old hat? Or is that 
something to really be afraid of. Well, I, uh, again, it's it's always weird because like at at the time it may have been. So I know where this is this weird revisionist mm-hmm. history where we're looking back and we're like I don't know. Now it seems crazy played out. I will say the scene where they introduce the nuke and they're breaking down what that means and they're like how many kilotons are that? I know I'm butchering that, but yeah. like was ridiculous. It was it was. Mm-hmm. I'm like that was that could have been a controller tosser moment for me. Like what he's like oh five megatons just oh man I can't I, believe like this is I don't yeah. believe it. I, yeah like unbelievable. Really? Um, so I don't know. I I, I, I don't know. I, I don't know about any of this. I was shell shocked while I watched this. No, admittedly, I'd been traveling. That's but funny. I came home. I know. I know. You did it. I, um, <laughs> I will say though, and it's not a plot point, but I want to say my the introduction to Alice with the the motorcycle oh. and how she shot it. Uh, you know, ostensibly and it just used it as a oh, and, oh, it and then blew it up. Like that was incredible. That's like the movie. I slow clapped. Right there it there. is. Oh, that was maybe the the bright spot of the entire movie. Like if it could have been that level of camp and ridiculous and like owned it and winked a little bit at the audience while yeah. doing it mm-hmm. then I would have been really on board like I kept going have you seen Kung Fury lately yeah I mean like that level of camp has a place in my heart but they yes. tried to take itself seriously mm-hmm. and uh, like as evidenced by that megaton like bomb scene so uh, like I, I, it just it weird, weirdly suffered not only from pacing like you were saying earlier but also mm-hmm. like an identity problem mm-hmm. like you couldn't figure out who it was or what well, it was yeah because you had this huge nuclear threat but then you also had supercharged nemesis down on the ground mm. So it was like, okay, this is about zombies. No, 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 this is about saving a girl before they nuke the place. No, 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 this is about this nemesis who is trying to kill, you know, our mm-hmm. main characters. They so. kept changing what the danger was sure. instead mm-hmm. of making it all one collective No, thing. for sure. Yes. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, I uh, the, <laughs> the one thing that I – they did make it feel like a video game where it was mission-based. So I will say that because oh, it's because that was the yes. thing because it was first ah. it was we we need to find Angie then you yep. find Angie and then mm-hmm. you have to get here and then you have to find this and then you have to get this uh, and there was there was twenty seven locations that they shot at and we got uh, a hospital a church. Uh, a lab, like we got so yeah, many different levels yeah. that you would go right. to in this game. So, I, I and this I wouldn't consider this a saving grace in the least bit, <laughs> but they did try to give it the feeling of how ridiculous a game is. Totally, but right. it totally fell flat. It nope. didn't work. And and I agree with that. They took itself so seriously. That so yeah. If, yeah. if it was if it was hey, we're all in this game together. Let's right. have a good time. I could totally see for that. sure. Mm-hmm. But unfortunately. Uh, it, well, unfortunately, <laughs> it made enough money to keep making sequels, and they left it open at the end. Um, how did, aside from the taser throw, how did everybody like the reveal at the end that Alice may not be all that she seems? Did you love it? You no, loved it? So <laughs> I can feel her groaning. I, I like so it. so done. You were just over it. <laughs> it needed to end you were like, just over it. with the helicopter. Like, that should have been the end. We were yeah. done. And then here, yeah. here are the, three, keep going. the yeah. three most wanted people in the world, <sighs> according to the news, and this corporation. And first of all, they get in. But second of all, let them go. Like, I, why? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Why? Well, yeah. Shoot them on yeah, sight. Totally. Yep. <sighs> no, we're going to let nope. Alice do it because she's in control. I... Uh, yeah, really an, an unfortunate way to go. And speaking of unfortunate, this movie made $130 million at the box office, which was enough of a margin to warrant a, a continuation of the series. 17 uh, more. I have heard. <laughs> it's 17 more. I have heard that three is one of the best in the entire series. So when we do get to it later in the year, it hopefully it'll be something that we can get. I behind. have fond memories. I'm, I'm hoping that they like <laughs> that they shouldn't just be left in the past. I mean, I'm excited to revisit this. Cool. Okay. Um, right. So let's get to reviews. Uh, I tried 
There were a couple of positive ones. No. <laughs> and by positive, I mean mediocre. Okay, okay. okay. <laughs> Not terrible. Um, this has an 18% fresh on Rotten Tomatoes. Uh, this is from Dave Kerr at the New York Times. If you're in the mood for leggy heroines, the film has two. Blasting down zombie <laughs> armies with absurdly large automatic weapons, the film gives very good value for the money. So that's like middle of the line, absolutely like... This is what this movie this is. This is Enjoy. a film. It starts and it ends. Now, if we want to get into totally legit, we have Mr. Roger Ebert. The oh, poor yeah. man had to waste his time with this film from the Chicago Tribune. And stick with me here. The movie is an utterly meaningless waste of time. Good man. There was no reason to produce it except to make money. And there was no reason to see it except to spend money. It is a dead zone. A film without interest, wit, imagination, or even entertaining violence and special effects. I love that man. Can we knight him already? In peace. Sir Robert Egypt. Sir Sir Roger Egypt. Sir Roger Ebert. Uh, Yeah. I mean, this... I would like to say that this is a fun summer blockbuster, but it has to be somebody who was just hit in the head with a bat or something. <laughs> um, if you did enjoy this movie, though, cool. Good on you. It's not for everybody. Yep. I will say that because this type of just... It was great. Oh, thank it was, you, it was a... and, and this is coming from a guy who accepted Need for Speed. Okay? Okay. So, so that's, no, no, that's I remember, what I'm saying. I remember. Weird, and this looks heated. like an Academy Award. Like, Need for Speed looks like it won the Academy Award compared to this. Like, I, I regret hating that movie so much after watching this one. You needed to save your hatred. I totally do. See it? And, and now... It knows no bounds. In hindsight, point. I'm going to go back and watch Need for Speed and go, see, that one wasn't CDs, that bad. CDs. I like CDs. It wasn't too bad. Mm-hmm. All right, so now let's go to some of our... Uh, some of our segments. Uh, this is our favorite line where each host talks about a moment in the movie that just really got to them and stuck with them. Um, I have a pretty long one, but I, um, actually, you guys went first on the other one, so I'm going to go first go on this one. Uh, this is my favorite line uh, said by Miss uh, Terry Morales, our intrepid uh, uh, reporter, walking through a graveyard. Okay. In yep. a zombie movie. Yep. She yeah. makes the very, very intelligent okay. uh, uh, sight of what the fuck are we doing here? Hello? Am I the only one noticing we're in a graveyard, yes. people? Yes. Yeah, I know. Exactly. I, I, I know. I clapped yeah. at my television. That was good. Yeah, no, for sure. If it wasn't a wide <laughs> shot, you probably could have seen her looking directly at the yep. lens. Yep. But yeah, that was that was my favorite That's line really because it was that yeah, so said real everybody. Good. Yes. Real but you good. know what? If they hadn't been in that graveyard, they wouldn't have been able to kick zombies so hard that they broke the tombstone. That was pretty awesome though. That Which, tombstone. Did you see the way that it shattered? shattered? It was awesome. Everywhere. In the plus column. Great. <laughs> right after Back the rocket launcher. Pat- Patrick's plus column. I know. We got yeah, a new segment. That's my segment. Yeah. Got a new segment. <laughs> I'm on board. Like, but that was so that also felt weird in the fiction because like the T virus like spreads by like zombie bites, right? So yeah. how did the oh, yeah. corpse just come out of the ground? That one I can see because they had an underground lab right. and depending on okay. where they were, okay. they, it could have been an airborne release. I just would have but... preferred some sort of explanation. Oh, yeah, right, yeah. something that's but why you the minute they were already dead. Totally. But, but if, the minute if you saw like an airdrop and yeah. there was just like umbrella stuff all over the place, yeah. it's like, oh, they tried, they put the virus in the crowd, that's crazy. Uh, yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. But yeah, yeah. yeah, umbrella didn't feel like a really bad force in this. They kind of felt no. like, ah, this sucks. But we're going to save our people. <laughs> Because like, I would have oh. been like, leave him to die. We have our research. Like that was the first thing that would have sure, that, sure, sure. yeah. that I would have done as as uh, Wesker, who's still very <laughs> visibly missing from the series. But 
Umbrella is just Apple, right? It's <laughs> Apple Corporation, right? Like, I hope not. I, I, mean, I don't want you to know that. I know, like, I, I do love how uh, how um, Mia Jovich at the beginning her little monologue, and she's like, "I was the chief of security," or like whatever. She just sums up her whole yeah. role as like, "I just run the security department for this multi global, yeah. most powerful corporation." Yeah. In the world. You know, no I'm, just, I'm the security girl. Just, yeah, I got security. Here's my, here's my badge. I got it. <laughs> I don't have a gun though. That's too much. Nope. Oh. Um, and it totally summed up the first movie. I did. It was like <laughs> yeah. two minutes. Yep. Yeah, this is what happened. Yep. Don't worry. It was don't, it. Don't have to go back. You don't really need that. Yeah. Um, you don't need this. Favorite <laughs> lines, guys. Anything. So Anything. I, I think so. Uh, I really. So I, I touched on the moment where Mia Jovovich makes Alice jumps in with the motorcycle. It's pretty awesome. Mm-hmm. She makes a really impressive. Uh, you know, she uses the bike as her bomb to blow up. Oh, the, yeah. Amazing. So we go about five or ten minutes, and they're all walking, and Jill stops her, and she says, quote, those are some pretty slick moves back there. Oh, I'm good, but I'm not that good. <laughs> so awesome. Thank Great. you, Jill. Wink, 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 Thank wink, you, wink. Jill. So no kidding. Winking. You're not even close to that good. Uh, God, Stacy. Uh, or do, right. do you have another one? Back I have. Here? I have one more. So this is Jill. Okay. And this is. The, I mean, just two rogue scholars, right? Just going back and forth. <laughs> Jill and Alice are talking to each other, and Alice says. There's something down there. They're walking right oh. in there on the overpass. Yeah. There's something down there. And Jill says, where? Alice, there. Peyton, I don't I don't see anything. Alice comes back with the witty retort. <laughs> oh, like, yeah. Well, that doesn't alter the fact that there is something down there. It's just, <laughs> just like sass level uh, maximum. Yeah, like, like that's a Sorkin level comment. <laughs> Genius. And, like beautiful. Alice consistently has a look on her face of like, I can't. Like, yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah. <laughs> that's it. Yep. There's one point, and this was one of my favorite line moments too, mm-hmm. where it's like they're talking about how they should just wait and like st- you know stay put and wait for help. Mm-hmm. And Alice just has this look on her face like, "Bitch, I am the help." It's like <laughs> <laughs> I would have liked that so much more. Right, That's the movie I want to watch. Bitch, I but am the help. She had the look. Totally. So, I mean, that would have been such beautiful. a better again. Let's let's. I know we'll get to casting, but let's rewrite this. Let's just re. We, we can do this. Yeah, I've got it. All right, here we go. Uh, but a line. Okay, and then so. Since you took one of my no, no, no it's fine. Uh, when they're handing out the guns and explaining like how to defend themselves, it's like there's nothing to it. Try to hit him in the head. Wow. Thanks. Oh yeah, yeah. There's nothing Thanks. to it. That's right. Yeah, yeah. For sure. Thanks when she hands so out the gun, yeah. So, yeah I've, I've, I've never shot a gun before. Aim no. for the head. Yeah. Like that's usually like a badass right. thing. But it's like here's a woman who literally has no trait. You could at least like here's proper form. Right, right, here's, right. How here's how you, you reload it. it for sure. Like, here's the safety. Just aim for the head. Can you flick a cigarette into Thanks. some gas. But speaking of the school, I did think of another one. Did you? When uh, when our good boy uh, Nikolai is on the floor. Oh yeah. Just oh. like go, I'll handle these bitches. Yeah, totally. Yeah. And then he straight up slaughters one, and he tells the dog to stay, stay. <laughs> so good. It was good. Nikolai was the best. <laughs> He's the best. I want a spin off for him. If, if, you know, if he didn't die. No, I mean, it's, it's an alternate fiction. Yeah, yeah, yeah prequel, prequel, just based I, I, on Nicolai's. Yeah, expendable asset. Did you have another one, Stacey? Uh, you, you touched on it earlier, but the, we're assets, Nikolai. Expendable assets. And we've just been expended. Just, just, real good. I know, yeah. right? He was so conflicted. Oh, Make man. sure to tell us some of your favorite lines down in the I comments below. Know, please. Uh, can you show me? So let's go to our, our we've been talking about it all show. Our recast. So uh, oh, we're, yeah. we're, we're going. Uh, we know that the the film franchise is still going, but there's probably going to totally. be a reboot with a new cast. I, I if we're going off of these folks, yep. this movie, uh, we're going with modern people. Let's start from the bottom. So let's start with Lloyd Jefferson Wade, played originally played by Mike Epps. Yeah. Uh, who do yeah. you guys have? Who do you have? Uh, honestly, it was really hard for me to pick one because okay. um, there are a lot of comedians who are kind of doing both. Totally. Yeah. Um, 
And I would like the dichotomy of Mike Epps being so tall and Kevin Hart being short but still having all of this bravado because okay. he does. Mm-hmm. All right, I can being, see that. Being able to handle himself in this situation, totally. right. I, I, I think he, he would have a lot of fun in this. I got, uh, I got Donald Glover. Uh, I think he would kill That's this. That right amount of serious, one. but like yeah. just funny. I mean, the guy's the guy's uh, incredibly talented, transcendently talented dude. But Donna Glover would be my my LJ. I like that a lot. All right, I had uh, Don Cheadle as my okay. My dude, bring the okay. respect into it. Yeah, yeah. Can do that. Yeah. That guy, can, that guy like... can act his way out of this movie. I should be doing this. Yeah, Don yeah. Cheadle. Right? I am. <laughs> and then I felt bad for putting him in this role. Yeah. So he just looks at you like, "What? What are you doing to me?" <laughs> he looks directly at the camera for every one of his lines with a, just a look of "Why?" <laughs> yep. Uh, so our very, very wonderfully acted, performed. Every time he was, was on he, screen, everybody uh, said, was it, "Who the hell is that again?" I forget. It, uh, Mr. Major Boom. Timothy K. Yeah. That's yeah. right. Uh, somebody that could give so, him some kind of a... Who do you, who do you have? You look well, like a present. I'm going to be honest. I yeah. had to go and like look up more about his character because I felt like I knew absolutely nothing That's fair. about That's fair. Yeah. by the end of the movie. There was nothing there. Yeah. <laughs> so I ended up choosing Mads Mikkelsen. Dude, that was actually role. my first... <laughs> Because yeah, and again, I've never seen. He's got, he's got a weird foreign accent. I know, totally. You know, that literally is where I was going with thing, it, right? <laughs> so I haven't seen that show, but I understand mm. that he is just terrifying, right? So. That I haven't seen another, but yeah, Fair he's, enough. he's just got a good reputation. look for that kind of a thing. Yes, I like that, Patrick. I wanted a very, I wanted a focused executive doctor, and I came up with a couple of them, and I kind of maybe you guys can help me which one I should land on. I went either Jeremy Renner, mm. or um, oh, I'm spacing uh, Fight Club. Pitt? No, Edward Norton. Ed sorry, Norton. sorry. Yeah, like so. Edward oh. Norton would be like a very like climb the corporate ladder, but like trampling people on the way down. And I can see Renner just really knocking that out of the park. Really yeah. quickly, somebody um, uh, Tanashi's movie corner in chat reminded us. Excellent line, GTA motherfucker. Oh, oh we thank can't you. forget Ten about points. that one. And thank here's that something that I didn't know: Capcom is the licensor of Grand Theft Auto in Japan. So for the Biohazard version of the movie, everybody's like, "Oh, that makes sense." Genius, because mm-hmm. it's the same Genius. company. Genius. That was yeah, that was pretty funny. And that's Genius. A, that was another thing that made me pick Kevin Hart because I think he could. That he was could great. Say that line Thank you well. for calling that line out. That was great. It was. Yeah. Well, and then he delivers that amazing line, and then promptly gets distracted by the zombie strippers and yep. crashes his car. Okay, but to be fair, who wouldn't? How often you're right. do you see zombie strippers? Right. How, I, how often do no. you see zombie strippers? I don't. I was distracted. I don't follow him at all. But the fact that he had this big badass moment, like. That was another moment where, like, we got to get that hard R, so let's get some titties in this movie. <laughs> like, not? what are you doing? Like, I was like, it's so angry. I mean, all right. Yeah. It's just quote unquote hard Again, it, it doesn't know what it is. It was a waste of time. <laughs> totally. It was totally fine if they were off screen. Like, if he was just hollering, it's like, yeah, there's zombies everywhere. Was of course, so, like, and I was like, oh. Yeah. It's so and gratuitous. Then they yeah. so, very much. It was very, like, in my face. Like, the first couple, of, like, like, the first pan to mm-hmm. them yep. was like, okay, cool, whatever. Yeah, that there they are. Got it. And mm-hmm. but then oh they're coming back yep and you, yep totally I agree yeah. um, so for my I went I went like what do you straight got? up what do you got? I went older right. than than y'all did. all right um, <laughs> Russell Crowe okay because right. he had such a presence as Javert really yeah. random Paul no for um, sure and and he could just his presence gives you a th- something of something Mad's about to happen. Yep. Right. So I think he could bring that with how little dialogue that we had. He would have handled that if, yes. that scene on the wall really well. Yes. And mm-hmm. so you imagine Russell Crowe talking into that Bluetooth? Like, I would have bought it. 
Yeah, uh, that's or, a good pick. He and could a, have sold it. A fun one, though, or a couple of fun ones, Neeson. Uh, Liam Neeson. I like but Liam Neeson. I, I did like Crow a little bit better. And completely just random, uh, Walken. Because in <laughs> he in the rundown, he was this silly, like, uh, kind of slave driver, minor yeah. type. But he was still really frightening. So I like that. All right. Um, so let's move on to Carlos Oliveira. I think a couple of us may have picked the same person for did this. You? Oh, but did you already really? compare notes off Mike? Uh, no, no, no. But just no. knowing uh, knowing the guy, um, I put Oscar Isaacs. Just because, damn it, he's charming. I know I want him in everything. That I was actually, everything. Yeah, like, I, really I, like honestly, that's why I didn't go there. It's because I'm yeah. a big Oscar Isaac fan. Uh, Ex Machina earlier this year, yep. obviously killed in Star Wars. And like, Apocalypse mm-hmm. later this year. I mean, like yeah. the guy's so talented and and such a chameleon. Like I'm very, very into job. Oscar, like mm-hmm. uncomfortable yeah. levels. But that's why I went <laughs> a different direction. I actually went with uh, Jason Clark, Zero Dark, th- Zero Dark Thirty. I like that a lot more. So uh, right. he, he's gruff. He feels like he's tough. He can handle himself well, but he's got a sensitive side when he needs to, and just oh. be, just when he realizes he needs an expended asset. Like Clark, <laughs> yeah. Clark could bring it. Uh, what about you, Stacey? Uh, so I would say his name wrong, but uh, Ember uh, Gojakaj. Go- What's he from? What's, yeah, what's he from? Uh, Victor from Dollhouse, or he's in Agent Carter right now. Yes, 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 yes. Okay. Yeah, I can see that. Kind of has that military uh, yeah. very I don't know advanced. this guy. I'm going to take your word for it. Check it out. <laughs> I will. Check him out. I will. He's, he's a great actor. Dollhouse I like him a lot. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's go to Miss, Miss Jill Valentine. This one was was not too difficult for me. This, this one, I had one. It's She's my go-to. <laughs> Who's your go-to? Do it. Emily Blunt is my go-to. I literally was going to... That, that's <laughs> yeah. why I didn't go, because I knew one of us would choose. Because yeah, she's so awesome. I know we extol yeah. her virtues every week, but she's she's awesome. And she's, mm-hmm. by being in Live, Die, Repeat, uh, she's like, okay, she's into this this weirder, different 100%. type of side. So right. I, I would like to see her as an iconic character. And performance that is was great in yeah. Live, Die, Repeat, for sure. I went uh, a little off the beaten path. I went Rooney Mara. Girl with I like that too. Oh, I like that. Uh, you know, I wanted mm-hmm. uh, the Jill that I'm recasting to be dark and a little, a little more. I wanted to lean on the drag girl with the dragon tattoo one, like you know, mm-hmm. like maybe some crazy piercings. And you know, she's a deep undercover cop. Totally. Nice. Less, I like that. less skin, but way more badass leather jacket. Yeah, the cl- the classic Jill Valentine that we know, where she's wearing the full military yes. regalia. With yes, the, yes, yeah. yes, mm-hmm. yes. Stacy. So my original was Ruby Rose. I like that. Okay. A and lot. then I looked her up, and she is actually in the new final chapter coming she out. Is? She oh, is. Wow. Who is she playing? Uh, I don't remember uh, who they had character? her as playing. Um, I don't know. If someone I in the chat knows, let us know before the end of the show. But, but she either was, way, yeah, she was that's listed funny. as cast in that movie, and I was like, well, right? all right, that's silly. <laughs> um, so I picked it back up. I did. Uh, Tatiana Maslany. I like that oh, too. That's great... I think she can do anything. Wow, I, I could not agree more. Yeah, she least... actually she should just play all of the women. She in could do all of it. Yeah, then, I don't know. She could do the men too. So for, oh, totally. she's got it. Oh, totally. Yeah. For Alice though, we gotta go total badass. I mean, so I we, know, we I... got a new badass lead for the new Resident Evil series that will be launched in 2020. Just because I'm guessing, <laughs> uh, who do we have? Charlize Theron. I, I couldn't not go there. I was actually right. worried you guys would would pick the same. She, no. she would kill it, and and she not would. just because of that performance in Mad Max. I think she's got a track record of just being awesome. Oh yeah, that's very much surfaced that like that empowered. Like, but again, not without being like all skin. Like she was just a badass in, in Mad right. Max. So and, I think um, she's tough and she's super capable. And Eon Flux yes. uh, showed that she could be that yes. that mm-hmm. that sultry, totally badass, hundred percent character. Yep, yep. Uh, really accomplished. I like that a lot. That was a good one. All right. It's a very Thank good you. one. Who do you got? Uh, Rachel Taylor. Who what is was she in? Trish Walker and Jessica Jones. Yes. 
this season. Oh, yeah. wow. That would be bad. I think, oh, wow. I think she could pull off. All right. Uh, from of... the chat, Ruby Rose is playing a character named Abigail. Thank you. There we go. Nerds doing stuff. Never heard of you. Um, but the... <laughs> I wonder who that is. <laughs> Hi, Robbie. So, um, I went, I wanted to go full 10 badass. Full 10. Right. So, we're going Lay either on me. Zoe Bell. All right. Or Ronda Rousey. Wow. Oh, full wow. On, yeah. Full 10 All badass. right. All right. So, and not not to, to discredit Miss Rousey, she did lose her, she her championship. Still a bad, the rematch is coming. Beat the shit out of me. Exactly. Oh, yeah. and, I would believe somebody, she could pull those stunts off. Exactly. Oh, she's somebody that you Imagine can... her on that motorcycle. And Holy. seeing her in a lead role <laughs> could be something of, like, you can walk into the movie going, I know she's going to kick somebody's ass. And yeah. that's, a, that's a seat filler. And you can believe she did the stunts. Now, riddle me this, though. If she jumps down a garbage chute, are you getting behind it, Mark? Um, what? 100%, but she wouldn't shoot the wall out. She would just kick it. Oh, yeah, yeah. Or punch it. Or, or, she or would have face first. Just like, just, yeah, just, no, she, she would run face first. first. Just yeah, like just E. Honda. Down. Excellent. She would run uh, face a, first with E. Honda style. It's a movie. <laughs> this is a movie I want to see. <laughs> so yeah. uh, that was fun. Uh, if you have any casting that you want to do, uh, we're going to start a hashtag VG Master Recaster. Uh, tag, oh, I like tag that. Us. Please do. Um, I really want to hear from people. Seriously, like, this is the, my favorite part of every show. So right? let us know who's let us know who's you thought was your favorite, and also uh, give us your picks because um, the Resident Evil f- franchise needs it. Yeah, it needs it needs some uh, some fresh blood. It needs some fresh flesh. Um, so we kind we've kind of really uh, put the nail in have. the cof- coffin. So final thoughts. I'm going to put out the window because we yeah, I think no, we're I pretty think clear we, yeah, on yeah. where we're going. Super dead. You know, so we, we know, know we that feel. we have one more movie in this franchise coming out later this year. But at, from if this was the last movie in the franchise, would you want to give it another chance? No, have you been here no. in the same room as us this entire show, to, Mark? Please, no. I just know, like, no, kill it. Put so, it okay. out of its So misery. just for the Let sake of rest. presentation, <laughs> extra life or game over. How do you guys feel? Am, am I resume? Am I me or am I a producer slash investor in the film? Because you're if you. I invested in this film, I probably green light it. Like, yeah. it, it did all mm-hmm. right. I'm begging them to stop <laughs> making a movie if this is 2004 and this is just watch this. Yeah. I don't ever want another yes. one. <laughs> yes. Please <laughs> came over. There's so many good properties yeah. that they could be making. Yes. Granted, at 2004, this was probably creme de la creme. But like now, there's so many more things. Let's focus on something worth making a movie. Let me, let me add a preface to this. Sir. Oh, do Extra right. Life could encompass a TV series. Or, yeah, the franchise as a whole. Would you want to see it continue? Like, no. would you want to see Mila Jovovich continue as Alice in a TV series? I don't know. Our talents are better used other places. Umbrella's dumb. Yeah. This whole premise is stupid. Like, no. <laughs> Kill it. Shoot it in the head. Aim for the head. Aim yeah. for the head. Um, so, as a... As an executive, I would agree that I would. There's it's more money to be money. squeezed totally. out of it. Mm-hmm. But as a fan, give it a game over. Let's see an American version of Phoenix Wright again. Check out our review of Phoenix, the Phoenix Wright movie uh, from last uh, from like two you weeks guys ago. Had some fun. So oh, it was a good movie. It was, a, it was, a movie. Uh, it was yeah. because it was a surprise. Right. Was right, about right. how good it was. Sure. Um, but yeah, we that's a resounding game over for the Resident <laughs> Evil franchise. But despite yeah. that, we'll probably be back in a few months. With the third chapter I, for I, some. At this point, I'm, involved, I'm invested though. Oh, let's yeah. see it. Let's let's I'm ride ready. this thing into the ground. Now <laughs> I need some closure. Let's see like, how bad it can get. 
What's, what's the low point? I know. If this is not the this low is point. Not, no, we, we where have, is it? We have like 14 more of them to go. <laughs> we got more. We got so oh, much more. I can't wait. Uh, so I'm with, just glad I'm doing it with you guys. Yeah. We got a, we got a good thing going. Uh, we got to do some watch along soon. Oh, that That's would, what oh, we got to do. Amazing. Steven, let's let's, let's, let's figure out happen. a good one to do a watch along so that more people can get in on these when we oh, do them live. Um, but speaking of the next time we're going to be here in two weeks' time, we're. Uh, I don't want to. I don't want to say it. Say, no, say it out loud. Can't even do it. If so, you say it out loud, it has to happen. Uh, You're ready for this. So Maybe February sixteenth uh, is going to be the release of Street Fighter Five. So we're going to be going back into the world of Street Fighter for Street Fighter: The Legend of Chun Li. <laughs> watch it with us. You need to watch okay. it with us. Share in our pain. Do yeah. I have to watch it? No, yeah. you don't have to. So we can come here and laugh at our pain. Uh, I'm inviting people to watch it with us. Like, if we have to go through this, do it, please, with us. I think the worst, my worst memory of this movie isn't the movie itself, but the fact that I saw it opening weekend. Oh. I wanted to give it a chance. sorry? I wanted to give it a chance. It had a great poster. It did. It's in my Patrick's Plus column. There it is. The first plus. Patrick's Plus column. Preview for Um, next week. So make sure... Uh, that you will uh, we'll keep you posted for when we're well we're going to be doing it we'll be back in two weeks to do Legend of Chun Li but if we do a watch along uh, you'll be the first to know if you follow us on Twitter make sure to follow the Popcorn Talk on Twitter but also fellas ladies gentlemen where can the folks find you on Twitter in the meantime well, I'm Ye Old Nerd on Twitter. I talk about, well, whatever I feel like talking about. <laughs> <laughs> and also nerds doing stuff. And nerds doing stuff, which is where I discuss things a little bit more scholarly. And you're a damn good follow. I feel like you're always posting relevant <laughs> pop culture-y stuff. Uh, in it's my awesome. good moments. I just talk about how much I hate myself for watching Resident Evil movies. You can find me at P to the D's on Twitter. I also host a video game show called Pixel by Pixel. You can find that on iTunes, and that's largely... Video game and other nonsense. <laughs> and you can find me on Twitter at SoapboxMark. Uh, we just did an episode of Jedi Alliance today with Mr. James Arnold Taylor, the voice of Obi-Wan, the voice of Ratchet for Ratchet and Clank, yes. as well as countless other credits in video games. It was an awesome show. Make sure to check that out. Stay tuned uh, here because we're going to be announcing when we're going to be doing a watch along because that would be a so much whole fun. lot of fun. That There's going to be some fun stuff happening for the show in 2016. Thank you for joining us. Thanks for joining We us. will see you at the game store. <laughs> From producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire Popcorn Talk Network, we would like to thank you for tuning in. For questions or comments, be sure to visit popcorntalk.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of the Popcorn News Talk Network. Here are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of the Popcorn Talk Network or its owners or principals.